G'day punters, I'm Mark Duclos. Welcome along to this special behind the boxes edition. Of course, this Saturday night sees the inaugural running of the world's richest staying event, the 715 at Ladbrokes Gardens, $500,000 up for grabs for the winning connections there. As well as that, we've got the Thunderbolt semifinals at Grafton. And on Sunday, we have the Chief Havoc Cup at good old Gunnadar joining us. As always, my old China plate. Are you a little bit cold today, Batley? You look a little bit chilly there at North Rocks. You've got the big jumper. It wouldn't surprise me if you had a, a little blankie over your, over your knees. How are you feeling, buddy? Yeah, g'day, Duke. Uh, yeah, it, uh, it is a little chilly. Uh, I, I, I will put my hand up, Duke. I don't winter well. Oh, I don't like yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a snow bunny, as Jason Lyon described me the other night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah so uh, look, I can see me retiring up north for warmer weather in about 20-odd years, uh, if I last that long, uh, because, yeah, no, it's uh, it's very chilly in Sydney today, and, yeah, I have, have got a little blankie on. Got a little, oh, my is dear that old Nan, yeah. my dear old Nan Joyce, uh, she's not with us anymore, she used to... Love um, doing all the knitting, all the blankets. So uh, it's getting a run today. It's uh, that chilly here. So, uh, but no, we're all right. Okay, Duke, we've, we've got to be pumped for Friday, uh, Saturday night. Newcastle will be rocking. Shannon Noel um, oh. playing his halftime entertainment, kicking off about you know, 7.30 or thereabouts, uh, and then culminate with uh, the 7.15, which is uh, the final race on the program. That's a, that's a 10 slab 10. of beer, right? That is a slab of beer that you owe us, right? Because that is a television rule. If your phone goes off whilst we're recording, you owe a slab of beer. Uh, 150 lashes, James Squires. Thank you. Yeah, you two chances of getting that, Duke. Two exactly. chances. Hey, listen, I know you went to Wagga last week, but I was at the gardens. You want to talk about cold? Oh, it was don't bitter. Start. It was bitter. <laughs> it was bitter. Even getting. You're forgetting I grew up in Newcastle I about know you three did. minutes from the gardens. Now, yeah. I was at Wagga Friday night. Now, believe me, it was cool there. And uh, well done to everyone who turned up at the track uh, at Wagga on Friday night. Johnny Patton and the team did a great job down there. Um, really, really good crowd in, in, uh, in attendance for the Wagga Cup. It was a great field, stack of Victorians, and they uh, they took it home to Corey and Samantha Grenfell. They actually trifected the race. For the second year running, quite a remarkable feat, Duke. So, yeah, they love going out. to Wagga, don't they? So they they love, actually love going to Wagga. Uh, so uh, I think might have won it three times now. I'd have to check definitely two and trifecta the last two years. So yeah, a shout out to the team at Wagga. They did a great job, and it was uh, great to get down there. It was a, a a really good night. I'll tell you how cold it was at the Gardens, Battler, on Saturday night. Even the Victorians were saying it was cold. <laughs> so that gives you a fair indication. This Saturday night, uh, we've got a 9.50 start to the uh, 7.15. It's the last race on a 10-event card. Uh, around that time, we're expecting temperatures to be around the 7 or 8 degree mark. Uh, so I have ordered us a massive, big, bloody heater because we're out in the elements for our special broadcast, which will kick off earlier in the night. As Timmy said, uh, Shannon and I will be performing live. We've got a big gap of around about 50 minutes halfway through the meeting. Shannon and I will perform live. Then we get back into the racing. Uh, $10 to get in. Hey, Timmy, pre-sales in excess of 600 tickets already. It's going to be a huge night in Newcastle town. Wow, I'm not surprised. And, yeah, I knew we, we were uh, rolling along nicely with the ticket sales and that has really jumped up in the last 24 hours. So the tip for the, that, Duke, is get in and get your tickets now. 
don't be disappointed. $10 couldn't get a better night. You've got Champagne Greyhound Racing at the Gardens in Newcastle and throw Shannon Noel into the mix. And yeah, I'm sure we'll be all singing mid-meeting when he comes on Duke and entertains the crowd. All right, let's get down to business. As we said, the 7.15 is the feature event, the world's richest staying race, $500,000 to the winner. Hey, we had a great roll-up for the heats, Timmy. Six heats in total, the most I can ever remember uh, for a staying event in Australia in, in, I don't know, 20 or 30 years. Uh, the market looks this way. Miss Esme, this with Ladbrokes, who, of course, are sponsoring the event. Miss Esme at 3.20. Jarek Bale and OO Range, uh, 4.20 and 4.40, respectively. Sound of Silence, $8. Corborn Magic, $9. Gypsy Wyong, $9. Line of Quality at $12. The Ruffy in the Field with Laddies at the moment are, is uh, Draco Bale at around that $16 quote. Uh, and again, we go through the, the qualifiers. Uh-oh, range set the time standard going 41.42. Miss Esme, 41.73. And then the rest of them are all in a clunk around that 41.8 mark. Uh, Jared Bale went 84. Uh, Draco Bale went 86. Gypsy Wire, it went 42.10. Corborn Magic at 41.81. and 81. I, Look, you, you had to be impressed by Uh-oh, Ranger's run simply because it ran three-tenths faster than any other uh, heat winner on the night. Yeah, he was outstanding, wasn't he? Uh, he and I think, uh, you know, when he found the lead, he was awfully go- he was going to be awfully hard to beat. But when that time went up, I was a little surprised, I've got to say. But he really just broke their hearts in the early and mid-part, Duke, and he put them away and he knuckled down when it mattered at the end. Uh, drawn box two, uh, he did it from box five in the heat. So he's going to land right on the lure. Prior to that, he, he was a uh, runner-up behind Corborn Magic of the Gardens in 41.62. Uh, so quite a deal slower. Uh, but we know what he's capable of running when he is on the lure. Real up-and-comer and in astute hands with Dave Irwin Duke. Yeah, and I caught up with him after the race, Timmy, and it was a very happy Dave Irwin who spoke to us. Mate, they're big useless dogs. They're only young, young both of them. And on the bunny, they're a different dog. You know, they're, uh, I, I don't know, they kind of sidestep shadows when they get behind. It's not that they don't chase. They chase good, but uh, they're just inexperienced, you know. 41-42, two 100s outside the track record. Firstly, does the time surprise you? No, uh, I brought him here and give him a 600. He hadn't seen the place. He only went up two hundreds outside the 600 record. Still a young dog as far as the 700 is concerned. Yeah. Uh, and will he obviously improve going into next week's final? Mate, I don't think he got much better on what he did tonight. That was pretty perfect for him. He began beautiful, which he hadn't been beginning all that reliable of late. Uh, got on the bunny where he had to be and uh, went the line good. So don't need as much improvement. Looking for an inside box? Just need a lot of luck. <laughs> inside box in the final? Well, it's hard to say, mate. It, it's a funny, like, um, they're grafting Maitland, Harold, uh, you know, Bulloid dogs. Um, but when he got on the bunny there today, he's real good. In the trolley trail's good, but in the other couple of races when he's up behind him, he's off the track, you know. So like I say, still very inexperienced dogs. Hey, Battle, the way the box draw's fallen, this is going to be a high-pressure race in the early stages over the 700 metres. And I guess, you know, you can look at a couple of different scenarios. A dog gets out, gets a soft lead, gets in front, there's trouble behind it, or there's that much pressure up front, something sits just off them and swoops. Miss Esme comes up with the rails draw, uh, she was very, very good on Saturday night, going 41.73. She ran the exact time uh, the week prior when running fourth behind Sound of Silence. But the rails draw is a bonus. She's won five of eight when wearing the red robe. 
Yeah, this is a big, big bonus, the draw. Um, as you just mentioned, she's won five out of eight from the inside, but she's got OO range on her outside. Now, he's the other real, real speed element in the race, and he'll run a straight line. He won't want to crash to the inside, Duke. If you go back and look at his replays, you know, he's a bit of a centre tracker. So he's not going to worry Miss Esme in the early stages where he could hold up Jarek Bale trying to get across in the first 40 or 50 metres and the others who are coming down hard from the outside trying to get across as well. So that's why I think she's just perfectly drawn sitting up in the red. She's going to get every chance. If she begins cleanly like she generally does over the 700 metres, she's going to get a stack of clear air in the early stages to get rolling. She can run that early section to lead. If she does lead, an OO range is on her hammer, uh, and even running a little bit of cover in the early and mid part, uh, she's going to be very, very hard to run down, Duke. Yeah, and this is a six run back after uh, a five month spell, Timmy. It's a third run over the 7.15. Uh, Jack and Marie have timed their run to perfection with her. But again, talking about that early stages of the race, you've got uh oh range. You've also got Sound of Silence, who'll be carving across. He actually gets a good draw with Line of Quality inside him, who, as we know, absolutely falls out of the boxes and then goes looking for a run. Draco Bale showed pace uh, at a, on Saturday night when it, when it won a tee, but it can be rocks or diamonds. Uh, you'd think boxes one, two and five, they look the, 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 the greyhounds that are going to settle up near the lead. Yeah, hard to uh, disagree with that, Duke. Jarek Bale, look, he's not going to be far away. He's going to be pressing for the lead, but he has got the hang-up in OO range underneath him. Uh, Draco Bale um, will push, well, hasn't got that early dash to be contesting the lead in the first 50, unless probably there's any dramas. For mine, I know uh, he showed more pace um, uh, or uh, last week, he showed more pace last week getting across, but yeah, with Sound of Silence underneath him, he will really need to ping. Uh, Sound of Silence could easily roll out and go straight to the top. Uh, Duke ran 41-48 a couple of runs ago, uh, defeating Super Estrella there at the Garden. So, look, he's probably a greyhound who's is probably a little over the odds. He's around the $8 to $10 mark around the traps. Um, we know what he can do on the uh, on the clock, and he, he's the, the, the bookies are probably gambling against him due to probably the, the box draw, although I don't think it's ba he's that badly boxed because he's got line of quality who walks out of the boxes directly underneath him. I'll tell you, Greyhound, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tip and I'm going to back, and I've already backed it at what I thought was huge odds to me is Corborn Magic. Uh, I remember this oh, Greyhound being Tiger Jack. solid. <laughs> Absolutely. Activity on Saturday night, right? Um, I remember it beat Tiger Jack in a 400-metre maiden at Goulburn and I said to Andy that afternoon I said Gee, that dog looks like you know it's strong he said wait till I get it over a distance he said I'm telling you now he said he's got stayer written all over him his form since stepping up to the 700 has been sensational uh he won at Wente uh, going 42-16 uh then he's had two runs at the gardens he ran 41-43 two starts beat back beating OO range by two and a half lengths he had box four on that occasion and then last Saturday night he was really tough grinding out a win over Sound of Silence going 41-81. Um, again, I spoke to Andy today. He is really bullish about this dog. Uh, and look, they did bet $15. Uh, he's into $9 now with labrokes.com.au. He's the youngest dog in the field. You cannot fault his form over the 700. The only hang up for me is box number eight. But at the odds, I'm prepared to risk that. I, I, and as I said, I, I thought he was super value. 
Yeah, that is probably the only little hang-up in my opinion, jukebox, eh? Whether he can get across and get across all the speed in this race. And there is a lot of speed for a staying race, Duke. So that's, uh, you know, going to be his issue, but you can't knock his form. He's two for two at the track. And he ran 41-43, two runs ago uh, winning. So, uh, look, again, you're probably right. At the $15, he went up probably over the price and he's probably probably leveled out now, Duke, in in my opinion. Um, I guess, you know, the likes of Jarek Bale, Miss Esme, you know, Sound of Silence, they've got, you know, age and experience uh, over him and and they're more seasoned. This is a real big step up, but oh, he's on an upward uh, upward trend, Duke, and you can't discount him, that's for sure. Yeah, he's the youngest dog in the race, the least experience. He hit the running rail at the post the first time around, then checked off heels. And that's why I say to run down Sound of Silence, who's one really tough competitor. I thought the, the run was full of merit. And as you said, Timmy, two starts back, he went three 100s outside the track record there. So uh, for me, at the odds, I think he's super value. And as I said, I took the $15. Who are you with in the seven fifteen, mate? Look, I've been with her all the way through, Mrs. May. I, I thought she'd be cherry ripe come this race. When she was resuming and she came through the MDC, and I'm sure Jack had this race in mind all the way through. And I think her preparation has been timed to the minute. I think she's ready to peak. I love what she did last week. I think she can improve time-wise, and she's going to have to improve time-wise, Duke. She ran 41.73. Uh, you know, they're going to run 41.4, 41.5. So she needs to improve, but I think she's got that box draw to improve underneath our range. She's got speed, straight tracker, will give her room to move, to punch up, take control. And then if she's in front rolling along, it's her race to lose from that point on. So Miss Esme on top from me, if there is a knockout, uh, line of quality. We know what he can do on his night. He can be very, very hard to catch, but we he's got a big booming finish. He's on his home track. And the race could be run to suit you with a lot of pace in it. They might soften each other up and he could be just smoking his pipe back on the inside. He'll keep coming at the end. Yeah, he was really gallant last week. He had box aid and so boxes really don't make any difference to him. It's just where he ends up in that first 150, 200 metres, he, you know, he was beaten an eyelash by Jarek Bale going 41.85 there. So, as I said, he is that real swooping run-on dog. Uh, Timmy, as I said, huge night, absolutely sensational night coming up at the Gardens. You can still get tickets. They are $10 each. Shannon Noll performing halfway through the meeting. Uh, we've got a special our showcase presentation. We'll be on air before the first race going right through until 10 o'clock, the feature event, the last race on the card at 9.50 p.m. We're also tapping back into our Fox League coverage, Battler, uh, and we'll be on Fox League at about 9.40 p.m. The Million Dollar Chase uh, was a great success uh, for us and also for them. Uh, plenty of eyeballs on this. And as I said, to me, this is the, probably the third league of the Triple Crown this year because we had the Golden Easter Egg, the Million Dollar Chase, and now the world's richest staying race. Yeah, sure is, Duke. It's exciting to see uh, the the coverage on Fox again. Uh, As you said, a lot of eyeballs were on the MDC, and I'm sure a lot will be on Saturday night, focusing on the Labroke 715 at the Gardens in Newcastle, another regional centre with a huge, huge race. I know I have been to Newcastle a fair bit in the last couple of months, up and back, up and back, and there is a real buzz, a real buzz about this race, and that's what I love about it. Um, It's good to see, you know, these regional uh, centres like we had at Dubbo with the Country Classic. Huge crowd there 
And we already know we're going to get a big crowd Saturday night with the pre-sold tickets. Yeah, and look, again, as I say, you, you are a Novocastrian and you know how much they support these events. My only concern is where are we going to put them? Uh, because we've already got 500, so there's, there's probably that in walk-ups. You've got 150-odd people with owners and trainers. Uh, Kevin Gordon with Multicam, he's got the uh, private function upstairs yeah. as well. Uh, it's it's going to be a cracking night, mate. Yeah, there's actually a couple of private functions upstairs. You mentioned Kevin and one of the local uh, pubs as well, Duke. Um, yeah, hey, who knows? Could it be a sellout? <laughs> we'll have to monitor things in the next uh, few days. But uh, yeah, the tickets, uh, those are the, the pre-sold tickets. They've been a raging success. So uh, yeah, I can't wait, Duke. I, I'm yep. really looking forward to, it, forward to it. I was at the track um, working there uh, when it kicked off back in 2005. And we packed the joint out for the first couple of months, but in particular, the first meeting. Uh, it was huge, and I can see there being a very, very similar crowd to that opening meeting uh, all those years ago, 17 years ago now. Yep, get there early. Uh, we've got pop-up bars out on the concourse. Uh, as I said, it's going to be a huge night. Parking will be uh, one of our problems, so get there early or get, if you can, you know, carpool with some friends. Get along to the gardens this Saturday Jump in an Uber or cab, Duke. Uber or cab. Have a couple of drinks while you're there, too. No, no, have more than a couple of drinks. Yeah, a, um... Drink responsibly, Duke. Sorry? <laughs> uh, that yeah. is the gardens on a Saturday evening. Yeah, we've got a twilight good. meeting at Wentworth Park on Saturday night, an early start there, because the other feature event on Saturday evening, we have got four semifinals of the world's richest short course race, Timmy. Oh, God, don't you love the Thunderbolt? Uh, Sunday week, $75,000 going to the winner. We've had qualifiers run uh, at eight different tracks around New South Wales, four semifinals. The heats at uh, Grafton last week, Timmy, the track record over the 350 metres was equaled on two occasions, Integrity Mate and Orson Laurie posting figures of 1965. But... You want to talk about some real speedsters in our game, you will see them on Saturday night at Grafton with four semis of the Thunderbolt. Oh, yeah, are they terrific semis, Duke? Speed to burn all the way through the semifinals. You would imagine now, right now, if you did a market, Duke, Orson Allen and Integrity Mate, I think would have to be at the top of betting, just home track advantage. Uh, and then uh, just in peak form, what they did last weekend, they were outstanding, 1965. But you know, you've got Clara Chance, who's a prolific winner. Uh, what, Regis Chance, Typhoon Sammy. Typhoon Sammy. Well, Group why can't one. he win the race? So, yeah. um, all in all, it's a ripper. And, you know, you mentioned ties that buy, and she, she's, a, she's a classy uh, city bitch over the, over the 500 metres. So, uh, all in all, tremendous, tremendous semifinals. And, and looking forward to, uh, to watching that uh, from Newcastle on Saturday night, Duke. A uh, runner that really interests me, Timmy. I know he's finished runner-up at his past couple. Vencedor for Crystal Hensing, uh, track record holder at the Gardens over the 400 metres. Draws box uh, seven in his semi-final tough race with ties that bind and uh, equal track record holder Orson Laurie in it, uh, as well as the likes of Under the Thumb. Uh, but he's a greyhound that we know for a long while has been a really high-speed uh, sort of chaser. Is he well drawn out in seven? Uh, Orson Laurie on his outside, that's probably the worry because he's pretty much a, a faultless beginner duke and then just whooshes. Uh, Ventador has always showed plenty of ability. I think I might have made it a dog to follow back late last year or mid last year. 
Um, so, but yeah, very, very tricky, tricky uh, semi-final. Pro- arguably the strongest Duke, even Handsome Jack sitting up in the red. He can gallop and he's capable of running some very quick time. So, yeah, um, look, I can't discount him, but yeah, I think he'll need to come out running from that that alley. It's great to see the support that we've got from owners and trainers, Timmy. Like, as I say, not only the, the 715 series, but obviously the Thunderbolt as well. Um, we basically had full cards for, for all the heats and that, and they all get to go to graft on our, our latest brand new track. Uh, you know, we're nearly 12 months old with that. Uh, Sunday week, Wayne Billard will be up there. I'll be up there along with Simon Orchard. We'll be doing all our socials and that. But who would have ever thought that we would have a race over 350 metres worth 75 large? Yeah, spot on. Well, we were due. We had the world's richest sprint distance and middle, uh, and middle distance. And the only one missing, the short course. And we've got that at Grafton. And, yeah, it's uh, – look – Greyhound Racing New South Wales, the team couldn't have been uh, more elated with the response to the Thunderbolt, but the 715. Uh, so it's great to see big prize money, Duke, big prize money, no doubt. But it's great to see these trainers chasing and having a real crack and, and even having to travel as well um, to these various tracks and now travel up to Grafton because it's no easy task, you know, to go from the, the different regions all the way to Grafton. Uh, but I'm sure uh, we're going to get a Crackerjack final come Sunday week. And Robbie Dolan, we know him as a jockey. We also know him as a singer on The Voice now. Uh, Robbie Dolan will be performing live on Sunday week at Grafton uh, during Thunderbolt Series night. And really looking forward to that. This Sunday, Timmy, the feature races continue. Uh, we have the Ladbrokes Gunnada Chief Havoc Cup. And of course, for anyone who's not aware of Chief Havoc, um, you think of She's a Pearl, think of Flying Amy. Think of Fernando Bale. Think of all those great greyhounds. Roll them all into one. And that's what Chief Havoc was during his career. He was an absolute sensation. Uh, and we've got the Chief Havoc Cup to be staged this Sunday at Gunnedah, which was uh, his hometown. Jason McKay had a day out last week, winning all three heats. Hey, Butler, what about the leaps and bounds that Sipping Maserati has taken since he's come back from a spell? He won first up at Dubbo over the 318. We're on air that night. That was country classic night. He then ran 57 at Wenny, winning the uh, consolation. He has been superb. He has. And I know he's gone to that uh, extra uh, level. And I think it happened after the night he resumed at Dubbo. I think you potted him on air. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're a big pop for him you're on air. He's just come out and won everything since. He's won the Dubbo Cup, oh. Fox. Uh, now he's favourite for the... Uh, you're the as Chief solid Havoc. as shifting sand, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> he won the MDC, what consolation was it? Yeah, uh, yeah so I think yeah, no, you, you, you potted him, Duke, and he's just gone through the air. Uh, and I know Jason McKay hasn't forgotten, forgotten you potting him that night. He's actually, Funny you mentioned that because he said to me last Saturday, he said, what about when you and Battler were on and, and, you, and Battler said, oh, how could you put this dog in a three out meter race at Dubbo first up? I said, Jace, I... I just let him run. So. <laughs> now you're telling me. He has. He's gone to that next level, like beating good yeah. dogs and not just beating them, but beating them easily. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, he was he was brilliant in, in, in the Brother Fox at Dubbo. Uh, I was out there for that. And he did he did what I didn't think he, he could do, and that was run down, uh, you know, elite greyhounds. I know he had a little bit of luck when the, the, the two leaders, Fantastic Raven um, and... Yes, they came together a fraction, but 
he just whipped up and then he was strong to the line anyway. So he's now got another string to his bow. Uh, look, he, he's, he's a high-speed greyhound. We'll need to lead the majority of his races uh, when he's up in that, that, that level. But he has really gone... Um, uh, further, further and further each and every run through this campaign, and plenty on offer, Duke. After the the the, uh, the chief havoc, there's the Richmond Derby. I'm sure Jason's eyeing off the big riches in Brisbane. The state of origins coming up as well, so he'd be a leading contender for New South Wales uh, up there as well. So yeah, um, he's went on on uh, Sunday night it was good. He wasn't brilliantly away, but then he just. He whistled when he hit the ground, took control. He just put them away. Tricky draw, box number four, because he can be touchy at box rise. Uh, but with any room to move in the early stages, gee, uh, he's going to be awfully hard to beat. Yep, that is the Ladbrokes Gunnar Chief Havoc Cup for 2022. It'll be run this Sunday evening. Battler, as I said, we've got a huge Saturday night at the Gardens. We are on air uh, for the entire night with our showcase presentation. Our social media genius, Cat Stewart, has put a poll up on Facebook. Shannon Noll has given us his top five songs. We want to know what you want to hear Shannon Noll sing. Now, for me, it's an easy, it's an easy oh, one. I, he did a cover of 1927's hit, What About Me? So that's me, Dan. I, I don't care what he sings, as long as he sings that, which we know he will. Have you got another favourite? No. Um, no. Oh, will, you're jumping on, are you? Yeah, please. This will be like 90%. Toward uh, voters, what about that's me? all right? Dollar should 10. Taken what about me out yeah, because it was a moral to sing that and should have put it another song in so you could, you know, there's no doubt it'll, it'll just win by the length of the straight. What about me? It's a so, so he can just sing it like four or five times. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't think too many people would be <laughs> dirty if he did. It's like a uh, Daryl Braithway and the horses, you know, you just sing it over and over. You just and see Nolsey, yeah, Nolsey going around all our tracks just doing the, the what about me and. You know, he, he becomes the uh, dog version of Daryl Braithwaite. Mate. Yeah. But look, he, he'll have a crack at nine. As I said, you know, it's it's borne out in the fact we've already got pre-sales of more than 500, uh, 500 tickets. So don't forget our live coverage on Saturday night. You can watch our stream on thedogs.com.au. Uh, also our Facebook Live. And I think laddies are taking it as well. Uh, RaceNet, uh, every, every other uh, streamer that also does it. And we've got that big coverage on Fox League. We'll be on air there at around 9.40 p.m. straight after the footy. As said, mate, sensational Saturday and Sunday coming up. Looking forward to seeing you at Labrakes Gardens on Saturday evening, mate. Can't wait, Duke. Yeah, as you mentioned, I'm a proud neighbour Castrian. I can't wait to see the gardens absolutely pumping on Saturday night. Can't wait to get there. It is the richest distance race in the world, the 7.15 Labrakes Gardens this Saturday night. Until then, I'm Mark Duclos. He was Timmy Newball. Let's hope we can find plenty of winners between now and then. We'll see you next time on Behind the Box.